Welcome to Take Two for today on Broadway, <laughs> Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. A high holy day, as Ashley oh, has reminded is it? me. Fascinating. Uh, I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I don't and know how I- time works. <laughs> I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Yeah, uh, this is our second attempt at this because Matt I really doesn't know this intro. who he is, what day it is, where no. he is. All of the I things. don't. It's. It's all, you know, when we record things like for Wednesday on Tuesday, it yeah, really it throws really things off. Yeah, and we started talking about like spring and what day spring was and, you know, Didn't special know celebrations yeah. for Sondheim's birthday. Yeah. It was all a mess. So we're just going to talk about it <laughs> instead of having you listen to it. Exactly. But I will say on Tuesday night, when this officially drops in Patreon, I will be at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts seeing the national tour of To Kill a Mockingbird with Richard Thomas and Melanie Moore and more. So I'm uh, very excited about uh, about that to see how it holds up on tour. Um, if you want to hear my thoughts on that and all of our other episodes, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Now, Ashley, this is not connected yes. to the high holy day that we mentioned being Sondheim's birthday. Of course. But it feels like it is in celebration of that because on Tuesday, the Roundabout Theater Company announced their 2023 2024 <laughs> yes, season. Naturally. And it includes just an absolute delight. Their season will start with a new play by Theater. It is directed by the man with the best name in all of theater, Moritz von Stupenagel. And it will star the man, the myth, the legend in his Broadway and Roundabout Theater Company return, Danny yes. DeVito. Yes. Not only that, he will star opposite his daughter, Lucy DeVito, mm-hmm. and Ray Anthony Thomas. Um, my love for Teresa Rebeck, I've talked about many, many times. I think she is brilliant and does not get the credit she deserves. I think, yeah. one, because she's a a woman writing for the theater, but also I think the mm-hmm. the, 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 the smash of it all did not... Uh, treat her well Very and I, I don't think that she's yeah. gotten the credit that she deserves for being a, a brilliant playwright in this play sam played by danny doesn't get out much actually he doesn't get out at all opting instead for the safety of his house and the company of his things many Same. many things but when a notice from the government arrives alerting sam that he must clean up his property or face eviction he's forced to reckon with what's trash what's treasure and whether he can ever know the difference between the two this is a like this is such a great idea totally i love it it sounds so fun and i can only imagine like as far as scenic design goes oh my god yeah fun that's gonna be i just saw wolf play last week and that's Mm -hmm. kind of what's in my head but also like fiascos merrily same kind of deal that's what i want to see is just stuff on stuff on stuff yeah i i think this is great having danny devito return and what i think is probably going to be i mean this is a they say it's a new comedy so getting him the opportunity to do that i think the last time he was at roundabout and on broadway it was in an arthur miller play the yep. uh, the price i think yep. tony nominee so getting him yeah so getting him the opportunity to do a comedy on broadway just seems fantastic but that's so not the exciting. only fantastic thing happening in the roundabout season because in the spring also at the american airlines theater our king, Kenny Leon, is coming back to Broadway. Yes. He will direct the 1979 play Home by Sam Art Williams. It was Tony nominated back in 1979 when it was originally uh, staged by the uh, Negro Ensemble Company. In this show, Cephas Miles has the whole world in his calloused hands until his sweetheart, Patty May, goes off to college and marries another man. Um I think anytime Kenny Leon is doing something on Broadway, it is something you have to see. But him kind of mining 
mining the canon of black theater and bringing it to modern audiences who honestly don't often get the opportunity to see these shows. He's done it forever for decades at his true colors theater in Atlanta. And the fact that he has now become one of the preeminent stagers of, of, of black theater in on Broadway is, is tremendous. And I think that we've seen, you know, I think you and I have seen, maybe is it just one, at least one, uh, Kenny Leon show together, uh, together, but like he's, he's just the best. So that the chance for him to do another show like this and bring that to light for bigger audiences is, is tremendous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly what you said as far as that's what you would expect of Kenny Leon and so exciting that he's getting so much work. He's probably the busiest man in theater at the moment with how many things he's helming. Um, And just just great to see all these lesser known works um, by marginalized communities, by black people, black artists get Mm -hmm. to see the light of day again. Yeah, and Roundabout announced uh, some of its off-Broadway shows as well. The Refuge Plays by Nathan Allen Davis will play the Laura Pels in September. Covenant by York Walker will uh, play the Black Box Theater in October of 2023. And the only other one that's currently on the slate will be Rachel Bonds' play Jonah, which will be directed by Danya Tamor at the uh, Laura Pels Theater in the spring of 2024. So uh, great stuff. Looking forward to it. And it's interesting because we have two Broadway shows coming to Roundabout, neither of them at Studio 54. It is not unusual for Roundabout to kind of delay and see if they get any rentals in, the, sure. in, in into that space, which makes sense. They're not for profit. So if they you know can find someone to pay them, that's fine. Uh, but it will be interesting to see if we get something that comes in. I think Pictures of Home is a is a rental, so it's not a roundabout right, show. Yeah. But we'll see that or if they decide to do a musical uh in that space like they have done in the past. So we will have to wait many, and see many what times. is left. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of shows that are being announced well in advance, Baz Bama Boy broke some news in Deadline. I believe it was technically Monday night when it was released. The Royal Shakespeare Company's upcoming stage adaptation of Maggie O'Farrell's best-selling novel, Hamnet, will decide to go to the West End before it has even had its world premiere performance. The play, which is adapted by Lolita Chakrabarty, who is uh, the playwright behind the Life of Pi adaptation that is, I think, in currently in previews on Broadway. Yep. It is going to have its first performances at the Swan Theater, appropriately in Stratford-upon-Avon, beginning on April 1st. It is going to run there through June 17th, but then it is going to come uh, into London at the Garrick Theater, where it will have a 14-week run uh, in the West End starting September 30th and running through January 6th with an official opening night on October 12th. If you are unfamiliar with this, this is a, a book that I have on my bookshelf that I haven't read yet. Um, but I, 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 I want to, and it's on my list that looks at the life of they call her Agnes Hathaway, but uh, Anne Hathaway, as we know, or William Shakespeare's wife and William Shakespeare and their son, Hamnet, which is where the many people say that that is one of the reasons he decided to write Hamlet and to uh, talk about his son who who passed away. It's a best-selling book. It is coming to the West End. I would not be surprised if this is something that we see over here in some form or, or another. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Madeline Mantock is going to be leading that production. And this is one of those things that I know a lot of people who have read this book, so would not be surprised to hear a lot of good things coming about this one. And now I want to, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of it, but haven't read 
it obviously and otherwise hadn't known much about it. Yeah, this is I, I just finished a book over the weekend. And so I started another one yesterday or on Monday night. So that maybe I'll grab Hamnet off the shelf and uh, and make this my next one up nice. after that. Um, all right, let's get into some more show and casting news. This one is a fun one. Uh, on Tuesday, the, ca- the company of Funny Girl announced two pretty cool additions that'll be joining the company, uh, next Tuesday. So the 28th, we have the once and future prince from, uh, RNH's TV version of Cinderella, Paolo Montalban, who will be joining the company, as will Anne L. Nathan, who is always a delight to see on stage. Uh, Paolo will take over the role of Florence Ziegfeld in the production after Peter Francis James departs and Nathan will take over as Mrs. Strakosh or Strakosh. Uh, to be honest with you, I saw the show a few months ago and I don't remember that person's last name. Genuinely so, can't remember either. Yes. Yeah. Um, she is replacing Tony uh, Dubono. Uh, they will be with the company moving forward and presumably through the spring closing of the show. Also, uh, announced on Tuesday. I'm sorry, fall, fall, fall. September. Yeah. I meant yeah. September and I got the S's confused. God, it's you Wednesday. Just, you what do you want? Spring. Don't yeah. get along. It's busting out all over? No, it's, that's not how it goes. Nah, still not right. Uh, <laughs> nope. But this is a fun one. Emmy Award winner Joe Pantoliano, aka Joey Pants, has joined the cast of the upcoming off-Broadway musical Rock and Roll Man. He will star alongside Tony nominee Constantine Maroulis in the New York premiere of this new show highlighting the life of the legendary DJ Alan Freed. It will begin performances at New World Stages on June 2nd with an opening night slated for June 21st. We'll have more information on how you can get tickets in the show notes. Of course, Joey Pants has done a, a ton of, of things across his career from the Matrix to, uh, to yeah. Goonies to Memento to all the Bad Boys movies, but probably most known for a lot of people uh, for his role in The Sopranos as Ralph, where he did win a, uh, a primetime Emmy Award. So oh, yeah. very excited about that. And uh, I mean, this really wasn't on my radar. Uh, I'm not going to be in town necessarily when it opens. So maybe if I come back later in the summer, Another early fall, it's still going. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to behave myself when it comes to trips because last year was a lot. But we'll see. Joey Pants is great. I love him from the Matrix movies. And uh, it's a big yeah. day for New Jersey actors, apparently. New Jersey Always. legends at that. Yes, absolutely. And I, I feel like Joey Pants is short. So maybe short New Jersey legends. So. Sure. Why not? Short there Kings from yeah. New Jersey. There we go. My absolutely. favorite reality show. <laughs> <laughs> on Bravo, uh, yeah. next day on Peacock. So yeah, also on Tuesday, A Beautiful Noise, the Neil Diamond musical announced that it will embark on a national tour starting in 2024. It'll kick off at the Providence Performing Arts Center in Providence, Rhode Island in the fall. And it will also play 25 cities in its first year, including in Charlotte, North Carolina. Of course, as the new season approaches, they will release more dates and locations. Uh, all right, moving on to a little bit of other news here real quick. We'll clean some stuff up and get it out there. Yesterday, New York City Center announced a new fellowship that will recognize the incredible legacy of choreographer Ann Ranking. The, uh, start, it'll start next season and the fellowship will provide early career choreographers with developmental opportunities alongside the theatrical pro- professionals who work on the City Center Encores series. It is uh, a great thing, obviously, ranking was one of those people who worked with encores for a long time, originally as a dancer. And oh, she yeah. choreographed, uh, 
the Chicago that went from uh, encores and is still running on Broadway. Uh, and she did a ton of work uh, in and around New York. And so this is a great opportunity to uh, to honor her legacy and to promote the next generation of choreographers early in their careers. All right, let's – I don't want to say this is a feel-good recommendation because it's not really, but it is something that I feel like everybody okay. should read. We, we've obviously talked about the fact that the announced Broadway production of Room has had to shut down because of what at the time we dis- we discussed was some financial yeah. shortfalls and the pulling out of a producer. The uh, New York Magazine's Vulture went did some pretty good in-depth reporting on this. They go into kind of the, the tick-tock of how it actually happened and the timeline of who pulled out, how much money. It essentially comes down to one of these producers claims that there was some sort of family emergency that would not allow them to be a part of this production. They pulled out, offered to pass along uh, the, the contacts for all the people they had raised money for so that they could hopefully continue with it. But when the coordinating producer, Hunter Arnold, took over that, he realized very quickly that there were not nearly as many people on that roster to pay for the show as they thought. They tried everything they possibly could. They said they contacted hundreds of people to try to fill in that gap, uh, but they just weren't able to. They go into detail about, really, they said it, it's it's kind of crazy that this happened because so much of the artistic side of this process totally. has been nearly perfect for them from the rehearsals and the development and the casting and the creative team putting everything together. So it really is sad. Yeah. We've talked about it how- It seemed like it too. Because yeah. we've se- we were talking about it, obviously, when it was rumored first, and then, of course, after it was announced, and then everything has just seemed like it came together so quickly and really seamlessly that I think this obviously came out of nowhere for everybody. This is one of the reasons why I want to be just like a gazillionaire, because like, if well, this yeah, had happened, one of many. I would have just been like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I you got know, you. Whatever. Babe. Yeah. I got you. you need, I'm you need opening, opening my tickets. Whip out your wallet and here you yeah. go, honey. You need a few mil? Do what you need. I got you. Exactly. I got you. <laughs> I just want to be like the person That's that good yeah, good Broadway shows go to when they have shortfalls. Uh and 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 I got you, especially if Adrian Warren's involved and I get to meet her. So Obviously. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I hope we see it soon. It's I do too. It's it's so sad and it's so disappointing. You know, obviously when Grace and I talked about it last week, I kind of said everything I need to say in regards to that. But I'm sure we're gonna see it again at some point, and I really hope we do. Hope so. Everything that kind of came out of it so far looked like it was gonna be really fascinating and really exceptional stage work. So yeah, soon. Fingers crossed. Yep. All right. On the on the recommendation continuum, if that was not a feel good recommendation, this one might be so in the middle. Good. Uh, this one, well, this one's in the middle because what this one is is the first day of Broadway week on the Today Show and the cast of Bad Cinderella performing. Your mileage <laughs> may vary. They did yeah. a a mashup of the songs. It has to be her and the title song, Bad Cinderella. If you want to check that out, we will have that link in the show notes. And then mm. this one is definitely feel good. No, despite what your thoughts might be on uh, Jimmy Fallon, if he was your favorite late night host or not, I think we can all agree He's that not- anytime – Gate Matarazzo is talking about anything like that's awesome. Yes. But when he's talking about Sweeney Todd and Stranger Things, that Double seems quite awesome. perfect. So, um, yeah. Gate was on the show on Monday night. So we have that whole segment, 
uh, talking about um, everything that he's doing. And I, I dare is, is you he? to count how many times either he or Jimmy Fallon say the word buddy in the first minute of this interview, because it's a lot. <laughs> and they're they trying buddy to guys. Buddy they buddy buddies. They're trying to out buddy each other. Mm. It's a little much. But either way, soups excited to see Sweeney Todd. You have not seen it yet, correct? Oh, no, Saturday. Saturday night. Okay. You're seeing it Saturday. Grace yeah. actually is seeing it on Tuesday night while we're recording. Yeah. I have tickets to see it, I believe, on May 20th or 21st, whichever that day is. Uh, it must hey, be the 20th. That's a if Saturday. If you need a seatmate, you know who to go uh, to. I booked – these are tickets I paid for with my friend Natalie, who is coming ah. in <laughs> for the weekend from Scotland. That is the only Ooh, show we have booked, but she is coming nice. from Scotland. Not specifically for this, but I mean, uh, we're going to hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, we're going to have a, a weekend of shows seeing together. It's the only one we've booked so far. But if you're going to come to see, uh, you know, come see shows from Scotland, seeing Sweeney Todd feels like a must. So it's not too bad. Uh, yeah. I think it's a pretty good choice myself. Yeah. I figured you would. Um, <laughs> all right. Ashley, how are you going to celebrate the high holy day of, of the Lord, right? Honorable Stephen Sondheim's birthday? Mostly cry, but probably watch Sunday and also cry. Yeah. The are usual. You gonna, I mean, I, the the original cast capture are you going to do a, a little a little uh, slime tutorial oh i mean production? who's to say but i'm all of cer- the above certainly at least the original capture yes of course and figuring so, out what angela lansbury inspired uh outfit i'm gonna wear to saturday night not the musical oh, saturday night but saturday night which would be great. sweeney yeah exactly either way Either another Sondheim, another Sondheim show. Just some uh, big double right. buns in my hair. There you go. I mean, yeah. as long as it doesn't look too much like Princess Leia, and people are able to understand it's it's Mrs. Lovett. I think that. I mean, awesome. both icons in my life, so I feel sure. like that's fine either way. Personally, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful hump day, a wonderful birthday for Stephen Sondheim and, of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber. And we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.